Is Epiphany Prince still on my roster? I knew you were going to ask about it. (laughs) Is she still there? I believe so. Alright, we got one of them out. Next mission is to get this. Uh, All right, next team. Akil, go further, because I know you want to. What did she say? Unbelievable. (laughs) You're on the pod! (laughs) No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um... This is a real <laughs> and you wonder why she doesn't like you. With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA Draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. Your bi-weekly WNBA podcast brought to you by Sport Ethos. My name is Corey. Got the whole crew with Akil, Bailey, and Carissa. Akil, we'll start with you because we're going to start with your team whenever we actually get into stuff. How are you doing? Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm at like a 3, 3.5. Uh, very, very slow Monday for me today. Um, I had a ton of work to do actually for the first time in a while. Uh, so I was actually like working the majority of the day. Um, wow. Yeah, like it sucked. It was not great. Um, but you're man, spo- you're spoiled to playing wars on at two o'clock every day. Tough. But bes- besides that, yeah, that was okay. Gonna make my normal Starbucks slash Target run. Down bad. Down bad. What a spoiled life you live, Bailey. What's going on? Oh, you know, uh, just another day in paradise, I guess. I don't know. It's it seems something like, like that. Something like that. Making the most of it, you know, kind of like a kill. I had a busy day. Uh, mine was much less uh, spoiled than his, though. So, Carissa, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy though. Um, the fire alarm in my apartment went off at like 3 a.m. Oh, so I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get much sleep, but. It was a pretty good Monday, I guess, besides that. Well, that's good. I would have stayed in the apartment. You're tripping. Well, at least this week, you're, you're, you have a light duty on this pod. Last week was all about your team, and this week it seems like everybody else has decided to, to, to join the fray. So, like I said, we're going to start with Akil. Because Except the Indiana fever. Well, <laughs> we're going to start with you, Akil. I don't really want to because like you're already starting to talk that stuff. But uh, after we, we ended last week's Monday, uh, Tuesday pod and we were talking about how, oh, what, what's going to happen with the storm? And then right after we jumped off, uh, Stewie's back on a one-year deal. Joel Lloyd's back on a two-year deal. Take cover or something. How are you feeling? Um, Good. It's going to be fun. We got the band back together. We're still going to be pretty mid, though, let's be honest. Like, I don't know where we're going to be good outside of 
um, those four people. I mean, huge addition by subtraction. A player went to one of our co-hosts' teams. Um, so that's good news for me. Um, don't have to see her on my basketball team anymore. Shouts to that. Uh, but, man, it's going to be interesting. This year is going to be a whirlwind. And Did, Didn't you like Katie Lou? That's not who we met. That's oh, who did, I met. Who did you mean? Jordan, Jordan Canada. Canada. Oh, I forgot about her, too. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I, I mean, I'll, t- I'll talk about it more, but like, I genuinely don't know like how she fits on my team. So I'll, I'll save that. But like, I literally forgot about her. Yeah, basketball. I don't know how she fits on any WNBA basketball team. <laughs> no, like, I see value in her game. Um, I just, I, well, I'll, I'll wait. I'll save. My, you're you're I, way yeah. too much of a positive person, that Bailey. I, you really are. No, um, no, no. I, I'll I'll talk about it when yeah. I get there. Katie, yeah, I, Katie Lou. Katie Lou is a very very tough loss because she's like a laser. She just makes jump shots all the time. Uh, so we're gonna probably have to get some more shooters. I really wanted Rebecca Allen. Looks like that's not happening because she just resigned back with the Liberty. Like I don't know, man. A lot of this is cool because a lot of people are just getting the band back together for Sue's last run, and I get all that. But I'm. At the end of this season, I'm thinking very, very long and hard about getting Jewel out the door for something because she's going to be gone anyways, like the year after next. Like she only signed a two-year deal and she will be gone. Like I'd just rather get her out of the door and get something back from her instead of like having her be gone for nothing. And I hate talking about basketball players as assets. Like I, I genuinely hate doing that, but like, She's a pretty big asset. Like, we can get a lot of stuff back from her. And hopefully we do that next summer. Because if we don't, God, that's going to be... That's gonna yeah, be it, was, it was interesting watching your reaction to this. Because it, whenever they were both leaving, you were gloom... Or at first, when we thought they were both leaving, you were gloom and doom. When it was announced they were coming back, you said the rest of the league's in trouble. And then within five minutes, it's, well, we're probably a sixth seed. I wish they hadn't come back. And it's like... The full, you know, the full duality of a teal right there, right? It, I mean, that's kind of, yeah, like triality, like three things. I was going to say, what's beyond duality? Yeah, like, no, nah, more realistically, it is very, very cool to see, like, everybody come back. I think we will be a middle-of-the-pack basketball team. Like, I think we'll be a fourth through six seed anywhere within that. Um, But besides that, I don't know, like... I'm not expecting a huge playoff run. I just don't think we're as good as Vegas, Connecticut, or even Chicago, of course, LA. at this point. Um, we'll see over there. It's, uh, we'll see over there in Hollywood, buddy. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, victory lap for Sue. It'll be fun. She'll get a retirement tour every single place this year. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. I, I, Bailey, Krista, do either of you have anything to add on, on the storm? I, I think we've all kind of talked about what we think about them ad nauseum. So I, I don't know if you have anything you really wanted to add on that. You forgot a very important factor. You got Gabby Williams, bro. That's true. Oh, like, I, I mean, I kind of forgot she played basketball. Cause the last no, year, how do you forget? Because last year she just didn't play. Like, she was hooping overseas, though. Like, she was playing. You just wasn't watching. I, I'll be honest. I wasn't watching overseas basketball. I absolutely wasn't. I will. I, will, I just said. Yeah, like I'll say that right now. Like Gabby is a fun addition. 
Let's see what she gets to add. Hopefully, we get Destiny Henderson in the. No, we traded oh, the draft we pick. Traded the pick, huh? Damn it! But no, no, no. Like that'll be fun in and of itself. Yeah, like that's... she seems very motivated to come back to the W by Storm. She does. That, no no that pun is... intended. Wow, I just realized what I said there. Uh, Mercedes Russell coming back is great. She's on a 160k deal, which is, I think is deserving. Like, go get your money. And and I'll, I'll let Carissa speak on Gabby because I know that she likes Gabby. But just thinking of the defensive infusion of Gabby Williams and Brian January is at least I don't know that oh, you'll I be. Able to... I got Brian January as my backup point guard. That's what I mean, though. There's a lot of strong defenders on the team, so that could be something to actually look at. I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to score with some of the other teams that have fully loaded up. But yeah, look, all I'm saying is Jewel got a tweet off saying that she wants to be a defensive team player this year. So, look, if I get a locked-in Jewel Lloyd defending for a whole year, um, I think with Gravy, uh, Stewie is something different. Very, very good weak side protect, rim protector. But, like, if you get her in front of the ball in front of somebody, uh, Bailey likes to use the word turnstile a lot. Um, that is absolutely what Brienne, like, that's what Stewie is defensively. If she's, like, guarding the ball, like, that's something. So we will see. We will see what happens. We really will. Chris, anything to add on to your new favorite member of the storm? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I think if Stewie comes back as, you know, the Brianna Stewart that we, that we love and, you know, to the, you know, the, the great player that she is, I don't think they're a succeed. Like, I just don't think you should just throw them to the side like that. <laughs> um, and they're your team. <laughs> but I do think they're um they can be very competitive. Um I think I spoke about it last week. Sue Bird has to bring more. Um <laughs> because because last year it wasn't it. Yeah. And for her to What do you what her. do you want her to bring? I mean if you're still on the court, bring something. Like her everything she brought was gone after Erica Wheeler <laughs> took her ankles. Like she's like like what this is strict like can we be honest this year really is strictly for flowers right like that's that's kind of it like it's to get some waves and to do the one more year thing like she's not going to be like a huge plus impact player this year okay we'll see aren't you paying her a max contract huh isn't she getting a max contract oh duh well, that's unfortunate that she's not going to be. But, but like, player. who who here actually thinks like Sue Bird's going to be like a huge positive impact player this year for the Seattle Storm? He I mean, that's why Chris is a, Chris is a believer. Look at that, Chris. You have more faith than me. Um, I see. <laughs> absolutely do. So, so you said Sue would be a positive impact player, like. Doug- I, I don't think, like, is she going to be a reason why we'll win basketball games? Like, no, she'll just be, like, a player. Like, she'll, uh... she'll, she'll be able to, like, dribble the ball past half court and, like, give it to Jewel and have Jewel go do something. This is crazy. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think I think they are set up to make up for her. Uh, what what's the word? Uh, defensive shortcomings in a way that will allow her offensive. I mean, she's still very gifted offensively. To yeah, like she's a great catch a, and shoot a net, shooter. Like yeah, 
I think you're really diminishing Sue Bird. And y'all know I don't really like Sue Bird. I think you're very, very strongly underrating Sue Bird right now. <laughs> like what she's like a good spot up catch and shoot shooter like but i still think she can do things in orchestrating an offense and navigating yeah, that's and what I said. And, did you yeah i said she can dribble the ball past half court and pass it to jewel but that's not what i'm saying i'm saying she can still like what's the word um like orchestrate your offense yeah, like, yeah that's like orchestrating the offense like throwing a ball to jewel lloyd is not orchestrating an offense this is you are their, you are setting up you did not watch many storm games last year that is their offense i mean yes i know that but last year they were like super hurting things and like whatever but like i'm saying like like jewel has taken up a huge part right. of I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that if you're saying Sue Bird's role can should only be catching shooting and throwing the ball to Jewel Lloyd, then I think you are very strongly undervaluing what she can do even in her advanced age. Okay, we'll see. That's all I'm saying. Like, I think that given the way the team is built and seeing that they've had successful runs with this core within the last three seasons, like, while I don't think they're a strong contender, I – I'm not gonna sit here and act like Sue Bird's gonna be trash. I didn't say she was gonna be trash, but I'm, I'm I'm saying like I think she'll be a net positive player, even if just barely. I agree with that. Like she will be not awful. Did you just say, okay. okay? Like she won't. Like, all right, we'll call it what it is, man. Like hopefully she's very, 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 very good. But like we'll see, man. We will see. I can't believe well, I'm the one defending Sue Bird here. But it's weird. Sorry, Corey, but like that just I don't know. I I don't see a world where she's like that atrocious. Unless she gets hurt. Like if she plays through an injury, maybe, but like I'm not gonna sit and act like she's gonna be a net negative. Defensively, sure, but like I think her offensive will net neutralize at best. But well, we give Akil one more thing to talk about with the storm. Unfortunately, this resulted in us in me losing a bet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, people here in these streets didn't think that we were going to bring back soon, Jewel and Stewie. But guess what? I had faith. Some people here on this podcast didn't. Uh, None of us. Both of them being Carissa and Corey. Uh, me and Chris are going to get anything ironed out. Uh, so basically, we just called it dead, and I just took the victory lap. Uh, but Corey and I, Corey, you want to discuss what your uh, punishment is for the set? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, your MVP. First of all, I will have to say that I am on board with my Connecticut Sun players and think that bringing Courtney Williams back to the squad is a great move. <laughs> I think that I agree with that. I mean, if, if my if my team thinks it's a good thing and the players want it, then obviously I do too. What's the worst that could happen? Um, and I will be doing a clip thread highlighting her best moments from last year. She happened to play in every single game last year, over 30 minutes a game. So um, theoretically, that will be a lot of things to clip. We'll see how many positive moments there are. Probably a lot. She was an all-star, so she probably had to have a lot of positive moments. Well, the, well, the clips of food include her at the Tenders and Bites food truck. <laughs> slow down. That's, can we move on? I'm not allowed to speak on that because I am supposed to be positive. <laughs> yeah, 
So, yeah, Courtney Williams, player-friendly. We're happy to have her on board. Expect more from me going soon. She's been killing it in AU, at least one game. So Can't wait yeah. to hear what Corey asked her in his first media session with the team. Yeah, well, hopefully she's not the first person I talk to whenever I get on there, but I digress. That would be fitting, honestly. Anyway, also about the last, the actual last thing on the storm until we get to the trade that they're involved in later, uh, and it involves also the Minnesota Lynx. We found out that this is confirmed. Uh, Sylvia Fowles and Brian January's last seasons in the league. So nothing like too crazy to get into. I think we kind of, whenever players are getting up there like that, we kind of always know, but it is interesting to see that we're seeing this for so many of these players that have anchored the league for so long. So definitely going to be a fun season to get into for sure. For a number of reasons, that's just one of them. Uh, last thing before we get to the next most active team in the, in the of the week, uh, Tosh Cole joined the sun. I, I mentioned it last week on the Bailey, on the pod that just me and Bailey did, but, Shouts to AU, shouts to Taj Cole, shouts to the Connecticut Sun. Uh, I know some crazy person said that um, she would be taking Dijanae Carrington's spot on the roster. I don't quite think that's it, but, you know, still shouts to, shouts to Taj Cole. Yeah, that's and, not it. You can definitely fill up a roster spot. Yeah, no, that's a, I'm excited. You know, Taj Taj can make the spot, but Dijon they gonna be there too. Like, let's not get that. They're not cutting Dijon. No, no, no. They like they got plenty of people. They could probably. I mean, they could use a little offensive infusion that Taj would bring. Um, kind of like an Atisha Heidman role, but I think she'd be better suited as running a point. Um, so there's definitely something there. There's definitely a fit, especially for that second unit. We've talked about their second unit pretty extensively, um, but. Let's just say all, all jokes aside about Courtney Williams. In a world where Tishy's in the starting lineup now that January's gone, I assume because I assume that's what will happen, right? I, they didn't sign another point guard. I don't. I mean, I don't think you're going to start Courtney Williams at point guard. Please God. Well, when um, you start Jasmine Thomas. Okay, then it's shooting guard. I, I apologize. So no, I mean, I, I guess right. I'm, my my greater point was I don't know if I want. I don't believe in a starting lineup necessarily of Jasmine Thomas, Courtney Williams, and the one of honor. I think that's a little bit – so I assume – but, like, whenever you have issues with the second unit of the Connecticut Sun, because that was their biggest issue last year, if we have Tish, if we have Courtney Williams, if we have Taj Cool, like, you're starting – it's starting to be a, little, a second year in, of Dijon A. Like, I'm starting, I'm starting to feel a little bit better about the depth that they have, and that was their biggest issue. So yeah. uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I know I'm going to talk myself into them being a title contender again, even though I don't necessarily believe it after some of the other moves the team's made. but. They're my squad. I got to ride with them. And they've got so many bigs. Like, they yeah. can figure it out because you still have to consider, like, what are they going to do with John Quill, Bree Jones, and AT? Oh, I forgot they have all of them. Like, it's interesting because you look at all these moves that these teams made, right? Now, we'll dive into more of them soon, but, like, a lot of these teams on paper would be quote unquote super teams, you could argue, right? But, like, even against amongst the super teams, like the 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 sun, pardon me, have a tremendous amount of talent. Like even in a league full of like super top heavy teams, but if you have, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have Jasmine Thomas, Dewana Bonner, Courtney Williams, Bree Jones, Jacquel Jones, Alyssa Thomas, like 
you've got six like starting caliber players right there, most of which have been there for a while and eat up a lot of money. You're paying them a lot of money to like be that. How are you going to go about this? We saw that Alyssa's j- return last year kind of j- jumbled things up. What do they do with her? Um, you know, but like, I, I don't know what you do there. I have no idea what they're going to do with this roster and like their rotations because they have almost too much talent. But it's not even that it's too much talent. Like, it's too much talent that doesn't kind of fit, like, if you just look at it, right? I don't see how it fits. The puzzle pieces are very different. They're very different. Because you've got John Paul Jones, who is one of the most unique players in the W, right? Then you have Bree Jones, who is a little more limited, but, like, really incredible low-post player. I don't know how you would categorize Dewana Bonner. Um, I, I don't really know what you would like call her. She's kind of a shot creator, kind of a slasher, kind of, I, I don't know. Uh, I see her, I see more defensive value for her than offensive value in this team. Um, then you have Alyssa Thomas, who kind of like a post playmaker, but like has no shoulders. So she can't really extend her range too much. Like it's a log jam up front. And even though they've improved their depth in the guard play, they still got to figure that out. Yeah, like, I have no idea what it's going to look like. Like, you know, John Qual's starting. Like, you know, Dewana Bonner has to probably, right? Like, just because she's probably one of their better wing defenders. Right. Then it's like, all right, where do we go? Bree Jones or AT? And like, I still don't really get that AT. JJ fit that much. Well, see, my thing is, if you go John Quill AT, where does Bree Jones go? Like, I can't imagine she wants to come off the bench, right? But like to me, the natural fit that we saw last year was John Quill and Bree starting, and that worked really well. But like well, AT can't like play Bree, the three because it's like Bree, you can get the paint, and JJ, like you can go right. roam around and kind of. And she, she can create off the bounce a little bit, like where you can seal off for her, like switch it, like all types. Like they could do a lot with that. Yeah, my, my biggest thing with with JJ is like towards that playoffs at the end, you didn't really see the same John Bell Jones. Like no. from the like there was zero bite to her game. Like there was zero like I'm the MVP. Like, give me the rock. There was zero assertiveness whatsoever. She seemed very cool to just take, like, open catch-and-shoot jumpers, which should never be the case. So, like, I think there has to be, like, a real, like, kind of moment this year where it's just, like, I, I'm the person. Everybody has to fall in line behind me type of thing. So we will we will see what happens. But I think that is actually a very necessary thing for the Sun team to be successful come playoffs this year. I could talk about this this roster construction. I mean, I did it ad nauseum the, the week we signed Courtney Williams, and I'm sure I'll be talking about it plenty throughout the season because I am very interested, confused, concerned, what, what have you about the construction of the roster, but that's not what we're here for today. Bailey, before we get into your team, because I think that we have similar questions about them as well after what just happened. Not not in exactly the same way, but similar. 
Uh, let's get into the newest super team in the league that Keel probably doesn't think is all that super. Why are we calling them a super team? The Phoenix Mercury? I mean, they are? Like, yeah, sure, their name's on paper. Like, So, so let's get into this, because I actually want to talk, because you, you reacted to this this way on Twitter, too, and I was confused, because you implied that they only had one top ten player, which I, I simply do not understand. Uh, Tina Charles last year was a top three MVP candidate. She led the league in scoring. So if you're saying she's not that one, I, Brittany Griner was absolutely dominant last year. I think Brittany both Griner of absolutely are, was a top three player in basketball last year. Yes. Where do you have Tina Charles now? I do because, like, does she have a top 10 season last year? Yes. Like, absolutely she did. But I still like a lot more players than her. Like, I could probably name, like, 10... 11 players I'd rather have on my basketball team than Tina Charles. That's not what we're asking, though. It's not about if you would rather. It's just how she ranks when she's a top 10 player. (laughs) Sure. Like, if you want to. But, like... (laughs) She was absolutely daunting last year. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But, like, the Mystics are also very, very bad. Like, somebody had to be dominant. (laughs) Because she wasn't dominant when she was with the Liberty? Yeah, that's a, I I can agree with Akil going back to delivery because it kind of means nothing now. But like looking at last year alone, like really Akil, like if you, if you're gonna take at least ten players over her, I need you to name all ten of them right now. Like if you're gonna say she's eleventh in the league hypothetically, give me the top two. Uh, that's a lot of work. I'll do yeah, that. that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, that there you go. Point. All made. right, here we go. Let's let's do this right now. Um. JJ. Okay. Asia. Uh, a healthy Stewie. Big, big. But well, uh, yeah, you don't know Stewie. Stewie's healthy, though. So, what, like, what are we uh, doing? A big, healthy Stewie. Um, so, we're going to say there's two so far. Uh, CP3. Um, we're at Candace Parker. Um, did I say Jewel Lloyd yet? No. You didn't. Jewel Lloyd. Um, it's getting tougher, isn't it? <laughs> hey, bro, like maybe <laughs> I was gonna say a name just to throw out a joke. Um, oh, the ridiculous contract extension because that's where I feel like you're going. Uh, hey, all I'm no. saying is she gets a lot of buckets, she no, absolutely she does. Um, Tina Charles scored better than her last year, idiot. Like, what are we I'll doing? Take, oh, Sylvia Fowles, absolutely. Um, where are we at? Where are we you at? Got five. You got five because I'm not at? counting Stewie. You're not counting Stewie? I'm not. I'm not either. I would take Team Charles over Stewie because we said five. We said Stewie's ten health. players better than her last year, and Stewie was not. Let's just keep it a book. Ain't okay. no way. That's fair. That's fair. But um, so you're ha- you're halfway to your goal. You uh, could argue Ka, but I don't think Ka was better than her the no, entire year. No, 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 not Ka. Um, like who would I take over her? No, I, no, 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 because you're you have different you have different. Yeah, who was better? Was Liz better? No, I'm really? asking him. I'm asking him. 
Ew, no. Okay, was Sloop better? I mean... In the playoffs. We're talking regular season. Was Sloop better? No, like, I think this is a point here. Like, yes, like, probably this is the thing. Tina Charles absolutely had an MVP year. I'm I'm not taking that away from her. So what was the point of this exercise? It was I don't utility. know. You guys are the one who challenged me to do this. Well, um, you, you, you challenged yourself. Huh? <laughs> you challenged yourself, like Chris said. Like, you made, you made a comment, and then when we asked you to back it up, it's our fault? I, I just send tweets out. I don't fact check my <laughs> tweets. I just send them out. It's telling every time you send one. Um, but yeah, I don't think the Phoenix Mercury are a super team. I just don't. Like, I don't see how you get to that conclusion. They're they're just straight up better than they were last year, and they were a finals team last year. You've got literally a top three player in BG. All right, you said that. That's your direct quote. Yeah. Yes. Going off of your list you just had, we've got Tina Charles, who was probably somewhere between seven-ish. Seven and yeah. Seven and nine, right? I know I would probably take Skyler next in probably the 10 to 15. Yes, Skyler's a 10 to 15. Right? So, like, you've got three top 15 right there. Then you add in – who are we missing here? You still have – The DT. W's GOAT. <laughs> yeah, you still got oh, DT. Bro. You add in a Diamond of Shield. You still have your friends, Farm Strong. You you got um, Kia <laughs> Nurse. You got um, Kia Nurse. Like – Yeah, no, they – they wait. Like, there's a lot of names on that roster. That's a lot of, like, but they're not just names; they're like legitimate talent. Yeah, my biggest thing is like I don't think they actually fit. Okay, well that's a yeah, well, that's like, fair, but that's different than saying they're like, not these level of players. Oh, they're great! Like, sure, ton of names, but once again, I'm not buying them at all. Come play, but that's okay. That's a like, fair. I point. just think that I think in a world where like Reed Turner is going to be like their sixth best player, fifth best player. That's a very that's a pretty like. That, another like what I just said about Connecticut when we were talking about this series against the Sky last year, what we talked about was after the starting five, we didn't really believe in the Mercury, and now you're going to have Kia Nurse, Bree Turner, Sophie Cunningham, and Shea Petty all off the bench. That's pretty solid. Yeah, in theory, but the the amount of spacing that's on that basketball team it's it's suspect. Right? Is is equivalent to none. It's zero. Right. Like, that's a fair point, but that's not the point you were making. That's no, all I'm my, saying. My point is, like, I just do not trust this basketball team at all. Like, did they get better against the rest of the NBA, WNBA? Sure. Like, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Because they have names. But, like, come playoff time, I'm still taking a lot of teams over them. Right. I don't see them as the best team or the number one team, but, like... No, I think, I, but they're, I think they're solidly top four. Yeah, no, they're definitely top four, but... As I tweeted, Sloot is going to tear them apart. I that like the is the Liberty. matchup that truly worries me, yes. I like the Liberty more, but that's the sun. I mean, the uh, whoever they are, the Mercury. Wow, I you, can't wait to debate that. That's interesting. You like them better personally or as a contender? I like them more as a team. Like, okay, okay. See, that's that's fine. That's more your I style. don't think. I, I mean, well, see, that's his enough. personal preference. Like, that's, yeah. that's his style. Like, I, like, he I loves see. that style. Yeah, like I see the pieces fit a lot more there than like the. And piece. I think I think I'd agree with that. Like that's, I don't mind that opinion because they do have a good fitting team. Man, like Corey, like I get your very, very. Are you are you like high on the Mercury now? Yes. Yeah, I, I think they're 
going to push for the top two seed. I think they're very good. So you see no problems with them come play. It's not that I see no problems. I think that you're, but I do think that. So obviously we have to see how Tina and and BG fit in the, in the front court. But I do like more than anything. I think this is a very good fit for Diamond. I, I think that you're putting her in a position where she does not have to be any sort of focal point. She's able to kind of just like play to her strengths more. And we saw last year that whenever they were able to transition out of DT being a focal point, they were actually better throughout the regular season. And that was when your third scoring option was Sophie Cunningham. I I just think that there's so much more position to thrive in the regular season. And they like, it's not even just the finals run. I think that they were so hot in the, the, the back half of last regular season it kind of got swept under the rug because Connecticut lost like, or yeah, Connecticut lost like three times post July 1st, but Phoenix was very good. And I just, they were a good defensive team that I think added a phenomenal scoring punch. I'm not saying it, there might be some growing pains initially because it is a lot to incorporate BG and, and a new team coach. Charles. What'd you say? And a new coach. And a new coach. So like, I like, but like, if that's going to be my issue, then I also think you have to have the same issue with Vegas. And I'm a believer in Becky Hammond, but like they're both are going to be dealing with these these struggle points. So like I think early on, like I think Chicago probably has the most favorable place to get to a number one seed because of the continuity there and because of the infusion of talent and they have the same coach. But if you told me Phoenix, like I, I think Phoenix is going to be better than what Minnesota was last year. And that was a team that contended for a four seed all year. I, so that's where I'm at. I guess, like, I'm high on them in that I think that they are going to avoid the single elimination games. I don't necessarily know that I'm high. I think from there, it all just depends on matchups. Like, if they get the Sky, I think the Sky would cook them. But I just think that's because the Sky match up so well with what they're doing. They did not make their matchup against the Sky better. But if yeah. they were to go up against Connecticut or Vegas, I like, I, I like Asia at the five. Good luck in the matchup against Tina Charles and Brittany Griner with the, with the current Aces roster because they will destroy you down low. Like I, I think this is I think, and it's a weird kind of thing, but I think the Mercury furthered themselves more from the rest of the pack of the W. Yeah. Like then, if you look at them versus the Sky, it's like they absolutely. Have zero chances of like. I agree. I agree with that. It's, but it's, it's, it's like, it's like a weird thing where it's like they are better than the rest of the league, but like them, they made themselves better against the rest of the W. But then they made themselves a lot worse if they have to match up against the Chicago Sky. Like it's that, like, I agree with completely. There is no argument there. I'm it's just like it's like a very very weird thing with that basketball. Like, is Tina gonna be? Because like she was shooting the ball pretty well. Like, is she gonna? be like a spot up kind of person like to give bg like all the room that she needs down there like i don't know so like we'll see they're gonna look funky i feel like for first half of the season and then maybe they work some kinks out but we will see we will see what happens fair enough chris did you have i feel like we kind of talked over you a lot there that segment did you have anything else to add on I was just letting y'all talk and letting Nikhil talk. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I agree. I think they look like a super team on paper, but I'm not convinced until they actually start playing. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I'm such a I, 
full disclosure, a lot of the way through last season, I remember messaging Bailey before I finally realized that I was just a Sun fan. And it is what it is. It was those two teams. I like the, I like the way Phoenix played, and, and I, I think that adding that scoring punch where I love what Bree Turner brought, especially whenever she was able to like erase Asia Wilson from the postseason at times. But adding the scoring punch that you can also have in that position, I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of, and I think that we're actually finally going to see a fully realized Diamond the Shields in this team. But we can move on. A fully because... realized Diamond the Shields. Huh. I I really I just I think that she's going to be put in a place okay. to succeed. I think getting out in the transition with with I know that the, the the Sky were a big transition team, but getting out in the transition with Sky is kind of interesting to me, and I kind of want to see how that goes. Uh, but uh, how are I don't think the Mercury are going to be a huge transition team this year. No, but I think that those two as a one-two punch can be. I agree with you in general. It is going to be more of a half court thing, but I think that whenever you're able to sprinkle that in as part of your attack, I think that they can that adds a little bit of variety to the offense. I think in general you're right, but I do think that that is an aspect that they can incorporate. Like. Especially, too, because a lot of what Diamond is good at, like, she's a good cutter. Like, she puts a lot of pressure on the rim as a straight-line driver. Like, where is the space coming from for her to do that? Like, that's something that I didn't really think of. Armstrong. Tina is a really good shooter from deep. BG is a really good shooter from the mid. You put BG on the elbow and let her face up and then see what happens from there. I mean, it's simple, but... Yeah, but also, like, no, for sure, but, like, do you want Tina just being a corner spot-up catch? Well, no, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just I don't saying, think anything about this is going to be an every possession thing. I think it's going right. to... Like, there are fun wrinkles, yes, to try to get her to do what she's yeah. good at, but interesting. We will see. And, and also, like, Skyler and Diamond are both super aggressive players when they're locked in. Like, if it, and like, they're both good rebounders for their position. So I could realistically see them two running the break and just dusting everyone. Like, Tina and BG get to half court, the hoops aren't, the balls are right through the hoop. Like, that was kind of what I meant. Yes. That you're putting it better than I did. Yeah. Like, I could see that happening. And I don't think it'll be their identity. It won't be like it was on Sky. But like you said, it'll be a wrinkle that they can include to, change the pace, turn the tide, you know, like put an emphasis on it for a third quarter to come out strong or something or whatever. Like she adds a level to them that they didn't have last year. Cause last year, like Skylar was the only one that really was out there like that in transition. Yeah, I'm with it. So one more team that we're going to really dive deep on. And then uh, one little bit of news. So Bailey, I'm going to basically just let you run. ISO this, Oh, uh, you got Liz Cambage. You got supposedly. Kennedy I haven't seen a confirmation of that. I've only seen that she verbally agreed. That's true. That's true. So theoretically, you got Liz Cambage. You got Hollywood and Hollywood. You got Jordan Canada, Kiel's favorite former member of the Storm. You got Katie yeah, Lou, who I also haven't seen confirmed yet. I haven't got the emails about them, and they're not on the roster yet. But just just putting that out there for clarification. Yeah. But in theory, that is your your team. Made a lot of moves for not having a lot of space to make a lot of moves. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah they did. Um, let me just go on the record and say, while we're here, uh, GM Derek Fisher, he did some things. Um, I don't know how they're going to – We don't know if they're good or bad. I, I, I haven't determined, you know, what type of uh, – how to rate this yet, but on, on paper, you know, he did some things. It's some – 
cap gymnastics and uh, turned little into a lot. Had an inch and made a mile. That being said, um, this team is interesting. Is currently constructed. You've got uh, you you go from a team who was very very to to quote Akil, the vibes were immaculate, very team friendly, very team centric team to uh, adding a few uh, a few more. I don't want to say individualistic or whatever. Personalities. Yeah, a bit bit more uh, unique personalities from what they have on the roster. I think you're going to have a lot of like hot and cold type things. And I'm really curious to see how the roster shakes out from here because there's a lot of bigs and a lot of small guards, not a lot in between. And so I'm really curious to see what comes from that because you're going to have – Liz, Amanda Zogby, Jasmine Walker, Katie Lou, Janae, Neka, Lauren Cox, all are above like 6'2". Then on the other hand, you're going to have Randy Sykes, Christy Tolliver, Kendi Carter, Taya Cooper, who are all below 5'9". And then in the middle, you have Arella, who's like six foot tall. So like there's like six posts, five small guards, and like one person I would call a wing. So I'm curious to see how that shapes out, um, how the lineups form. I think there will probably be more moves coming. Um, Not sure what they may look like, but I do think that the roster, while it definitely got more talent on it, could be optimized further with some more smaller moves. And I'm curious to see what comes from that. Uh, But for reasons I just explained was why – losing Gabby was so big to me because she added that in between wing type game that Nia coffee had last year. So I don't know if they think Arella is ready to take that leap. I think she could be, uh, be the starting three, or if they're going to go with a three guard set, kind of like they did down the stretch last year. And during the injured times, I really don't know. I would love to see them make a move for another perimeter defender to help Britt out. But I was very happy about Kennedy. I was very anti-Liz for a while. Getting Kennedy kind of changed that because I was worried that the offense was going to become too post-centric. Add another elite creator on the perimeter. I've done a little bit better. Also, don't call it Liz Angeles or I will block you on Twitter. That's all I have to say. Can we talk about the Jordan Canada Tia Cooper thing? You know, I uh, I feel like that's a very redundant. It's very, very redundant. Jordan Canada is very redundant for the entire roster, like legitimately. Super redundant. Like, and this is any, I'm not actually going to try to be nicer. Like, Jordan is very, very, very good at getting to the rim and either making layups or like dishing it out like that those are two things she can actually very do and she's like a decent defender but it's just like i feel like you got so much of that already like it's a weird fit for sure it's it is something i feel like we've been seeing a lot of weird fits there's been some big moves but some some weird fits seems to be a trend 
were, Chris, were you bummed that Gabby is – I know we talked about earlier with the, the storm, but would you have rather to see her stay in Los Angeles? Um, no, it doesn't matter where she, where she would have ended up. You'll root for her. As long as she's, she's yeah, as long as she's back in the league. I feel that. Um, yeah, I think it'll bond be... with Akil. Huh? It's gonna be interesting. Just means y'all get to bond over Gabby. We're uh, not bonding over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. About to kick you off of this call, Carissa. Man, that makes me happy. Uh, well, the, before we get into this week's debate. One other bit of new, the other bit of news that uh, we wanted to touch on, um, and if Akil was not volatile enough already, the Arika had Goomba Wale extension. Yeah, that's awful. And even as somebody who has been not an appreciator of Arika's game, that's not why I don't love the extension. I think for a team like Dallas that did not have much room to add on the fringes, as we've seen, they're the only team so far that has not added a player. Uh, fully committing what little cap space you may have in the future already is is kind of what throws me off because like like the Aces didn't even do this with with uh, Asia last year like so like the Wings didn't have to do this so I'm very confused as to why they did do it but Akil before you go off Carissa I want to get your thoughts on it because you'll be the most measured of any of us what were your thoughts on the, on on this extension. I I just don't know about the wings. I mean, they're not my team. They're not going to be my team. I <laughs> I don't watch them. I'm not a Arike fan. It just doesn't that whole organization doesn't make sense to me. Wow. I like it. I didn't expect it, but I like it. This is what I'll say about Arike. Corey and I, we have a shared do you want to call it hatred, Corey? No, I don't hate. I just she's not my kind of player. She's just not my yep, not my cup of tea. Perfect way to put it. Uh, people like to make notes of her being an improved playmaker. Um, and checks notes. She's averaging three point three assists last year. That went down from three point five. Uh, so people like to talk about the improved playmaking. Uh, but I just don't want to pay like an inefficient gunner. $250,000, like, especially we know what the W cap is, like, to basically give the majority of your cap to, like, Arike Agumbawale, like. When her and, when, when her and uh, Mariah Jefferson are making over $400,000 combined, the cap is, like, one point two. It's, it's. That's not a way to build a game. Just like, isn't. Hopefully she decides to start making her teammates better and do all that stuff because that's the only way I think you can start justifying that cap. Like, if that kind of growth and she becomes way more uh, choosy with her, with her shots, less of a AK-47, more of a sniper. Um, we will see. We will see what happens. Bailey? I have a question, and I want just yes or no answers to keep it short, because I know we have to wrap up here soon, because Chris has got to go. So I want to ask, I saw a tweet that said, Arike dethroned Dewana Bonner as the worst value max in the league. Agree or disagree? Absolutely true. Without knowing who all the other maxes are, yeah. 
Yes. Like, I, th- I think we're all. Our pod has a theme, and I love it. <laughs> like, and see, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing that confuses me, Corey. Arike should be the type of player Akil usually loves. Yeah. Or no. is that just me? No, I like the people who actually make the shots. <laughs> like, they go in when they shoot them. Like, I'm not. This I don't want to call it. Hey, I respectfully me being the ideal person for that and any pickup run I've ever played in my life, I get all that. But at least I try to like keep some efficiency in my life. Like she God, she went down. She's 38% from the field on 19 shots last year. That's awful. That's not good. <laughs> like that's not good at all. Shooting percentage is looking like tour dates. <laughs> <laughs> three of 17 621 better than on the court so there you go yeah i know i'm one of them yes you are uh well let's Carissa five, is moderating 20, the debate. five of 22 <laughs> chrissy you are moderating the debate this week so what is the debate so the debate is your favorite tv show or movie um, it doesn't have to come from a certain era. Just argue what's your favorite. All right, cool. Who want, who starts? Who's going first? We can go in alphabetical go order. Yeah, I was going to go with the kill anyway. All right, cool. Um, the best TV show of all time is without a doubt The Wire. Like, it is the most elite of elite TV shows. Uh, it is timeless. It is something that you can watch all the time. It is universal. Uh, if you look at any big major city, you'll absolutely see crime, drug abuse, and then you'll see inequalities between blue workers, blue collar workers trying to find their pathway through life. Uh, the biggest thing that I really, really like about the show as a system is the villain, right? Like there's no good or bad guys within the wire per se. The biggest villain is probably just the actual city itself. Um, the similarity between gangs, once again, the government and police, like, they really showed a very, very big similarity between how all three of them are run. Uh, complex characters. I think Omar is one of the most important characters in television history. The strength that is shown of Omar being an actual Black queer man is something that you don't really see a lot on television. And that's something that Michael K. Williams took to heart. And it's Obama's favorite TV show of all time. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. Really, that was actually good. That was a good argument. All right. Oh, I'm up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so mine is another HBO show. Mine is Game of Thrones. I understand that the last season is polarizing to say the least, but I think that the biggest reason why it is is because the standard that that show set for television, not just for itself, but for television in general, has is going to be almost impossible to match. It really just set an entire universe for what it was. It allowed people to realize that nerd culture can be the primary culture in mainstream. But even before Marvel really took over in that regard, uh, it brought some of the greatest actors from Europe into the main stage of America, which I thought was pretty cool. I could probably have used a little bit more diversity. I'll be the first one to shout that out. But luckily, the spinoff that they are getting, because it is also creating its own universe, primarily features characters of color. So uh, it's learning from its own mistakes. It's ever growing. And uh, 
It finished before its own book series did. It didn't even need the books to become one of the best shows of all time. That was good. That's impressive. That's all me now. So I changed my mind today on what I was going to argue. I changed my mind for two reasons. Number one, I had a dream. Corey, I told you about this dream. Not going to go into detail, but I had a dream. And number two, I saw a Twitter page. So I'm going to argue in a complete 180 from these heavy-hitting HBO shows that SpongeBob SquarePants is the greatest TV show ever made. Hear me out on this, right? Think about right now off the top of your head how many quotes you know from SpongeBob. And think Um, about how you're lying through your teeth and you know that's rude. You interrupted me. Dog points from him. Anyway. Think about how many different contexts you see SpongeBob applied on Twitter. There is a Twitter page called Nets in SpongeBob Context. And every time the Nets play a game, there is a SpongeBob clip for it. And everyone's favorite NBA Twitter personality, Nikias Duncan, always likes to say that there is a SpongeBob reference for everything. And that is very true. And we're all about the same age here. I don't know about you, but it was the most formative cartoon of my life. Even my father can quote SpongeBob to this day. It spans all generations. Case closed. Okay, so they were all pretty good. (laughs) She's not moved. (laughs) But, um, yeah, SpongeBob just isn't my cup of tea. I try. So... It's a kill in Corey because even though I haven't seen both, The Wire is on my list. Games of Thrones, no, because I feel like it's like bloody and I don't like that. That's fair. But um, I heard it was great. The Wire, I heard it was great as well. And so a kill, even with the dock points, you win. <laughs> well, beef crush, let's go. <laughs> Corey, that's, that's a bold statement. Well, crushed ish. <laughs> it made me uh, want to watch it more. That's true. He did make me want to watch it. Like my guy, uh, Pusha T said, uh, I took the crack and built the wire. Um, I did that. The Wire is one of the, probably the best television shows of all time. I genuinely do believe that at the bottom of my heart. Uh, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Uh, go, just go watch the show. Like it's Corey. Find free time. I know it's. I will. Like, it's it's on my list. Absolutely. It's. Let's watch it together. Hey, I'm I'm here for it. We have a little watch party one day. I'll do it. I'll rewatch that. That's the one thing I did when COVID started. I rewatched The Wire again from beginning to end. Um, how many seasons? I think it's like five. five? I really want to say five. Yeah, I think it's five seasons. Uh, And it also introduced the world to Idris Elba. Forgot to bring that one up. That's where he got his start, was on the wire. You already won the debate. You don't have to body us so more. Just plug your Um, What do we want to plug today? What do we want to plug today? Saba. Uh, I'll plug two things. One, music, Saba album, check it out. It's fire. 
Um, very, very, very good. And then number two, I don't know if people are big podcast fans here. Obviously, they are because we're on a podcast, but I, I do believe this. JJ Reddick's pod is probably the best NBA pod I've I've heard. And it's not even like an NBA-driven content pod, right? Like they're not like breaking out basketball, but it's probably my favorite pod that's from an NBA player, an ex-NBA player. The Chris Paul interview is genuinely a work of art. Chris Paul's very good at it. So I'd definitely say let's put that if you had free time. Um, I'm glad I won this. I'm glad I won it with my guy Omar. Um, Omar's coming. Um, there it is. Where's the whistle? I still, I still think of the the Ravens game. Like every Baltimore Ravens game, they'll play Omar's intro before the team comes out. Shit, it's so hard. That joke is hard. That joke is hard. Yo, it's so hard, bro. You hear the whistles, bro, and and everybody go crazy. and then all you hear is Omar's coming. Omar's coming. And you, can just the see the, you can just see the scene. Like you just see him through the park with the shotgun, bro. Like the church coat. Omar is a top five character in all of television. And I think it's going to be the one thing I need to write. I could get 5,000 words down on that easy, easily. Well, um, save him for a writing thing. Yeah, exactly. But man, all right. That that is all, Corey. Praise to your editor. We uh, well for this episode at least. We'll be back later in the week with an, uh, another interview. Me and Chris will be tackling. So we will catch you next time on Rebel Edition. What an ending! Jesus.